Been drinking coffee all goddamn day. Caffeinated. Fart fart. I say fart fart. <laughs> Which was that like skirt skirt but fart fart? <laughs> this that shit. This is ASP making shitty moves. Shitty pot. We can't rhyme. This is Nick Grace and Andrew Bruce. Whoop did he poop? Whoop did he scoop? Whoop did he poop with he scoop? Whoop did he shitty scoop? Poop. Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> Scoopity whoop. Poopity whoop. <laughs> Scoopity poop. <laughs> Perfect. Just <laughs> <laughs> do another shitty podcast and be done with it. Okay. Another, another shitty, shitty podcast. podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by People Watching People Eat Food on the Internet. Oh, it's frustrating to see 250,000 views on a video of somebody just eating some sort of pizza Frankenstein thing. Then I realized I was one of the people that was watching this person eat a pizza Frankenstein type thing. I hate what the world is becoming. People watching people eat food on the internet. (sighs) This week's episode is also sponsored by... People paying money to watch videos of other people playing video games on the internet. What the hell are you doing? You don't have anything else better to do with your life? You're a fucking loser. Go outside. Read a book. Work out. Make a friend in real life. If you have problems with that and you want to talk to somebody, let's go grab a beer or coffee or go on a hike. Or anything else besides paying money to someone to watch a motherfucking video of them sitting in their fucking living room playing a fucking fake thing on a television. What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your Hey man, what's going on with your week, Nick? I'm glad you asked. I'll tell you what's going on with my week. (laughs) As I read it off of this page so I can remember. Let's start with this. I sold a couple more photography prints. You have. It's been fucking awesome, dude. It's it's been pretty fun. It's been a cool experiment. For those who don't know, I have a bunch of prints up at Trent's Place of Work, Three Rivers Brewery down in in Inglewood. Yes, uh, photography. Been sprouting this little um, film photography venture thing. I don't I wouldn't categorize it as a business yet, but it's on its way to being one. You know, technically, by definition, you are now a professional photographer. That's true. Because you've been paid for your work. That is true. That's just saying. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Dude, I mean I know it's like you're just trying it out and, and it's been fun. But your shit's good. And like whether or not it's like this super deep thing or whatever, you know, like, oh my God, I was in this headspace and blah, blah, blah. And I did all this, mm. the, whatever. doesn't, doesn't matter. And uh, you have fun doing it. Yeah. People get something out of it. And clearly, you know, people dig it. I mean, you're selling it. It's awesome. It's pretty fun. Right now, as far as like a business venture goes, my, my thing that I'm trying to figure out is how to copyright my uh, my photos, mm. 
therefore, because remember when we had Eddie on, and he had his Snoop thing sure. get stolen, and he's like le- legit, um, never gotten credit. Probably will never get credit. For right. Uh, our good friend Eddie Molden, that, you know, something like that happened to him. Um, friend of the pod, he's, he's been on here before. Uh, he had a mashup of Snoop Dogg and, and Snoopy uh, that went viral, but no one credited him. And, and Snoop's even reposted that image a few times on his own account. Mm-hmm. And lots of people get on there and be like, at Eddie Molden and like give you know the artist credit and shout him out and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what it is, but no one... Has done it. Like other people have stolen the image and like put on t shirts and posters and shit, and they're making money. It's fucked up. And that's not to say that I think that my stuff is going to go viral. It's not, my stuff isn't the kind of thing that goes viral. It's a lot of like landscape photography. However, I do think that there are, there, it's worth paying a copyright fee to make sure that nobody else can make money off of it without my consent. Hmm. And because of the whole Eddie story. So you're going to spend less money copywriting it than you'll ever spend trying to get that money back. Sure. By chasing it down. So that's where I'm at is trying to copyright it. So then I can post stuff on Instagram and not worry about people just screenshotting it and ripping it. Right. Um, And then, you know, start, really start a business rolling. But it's been fun. It's been really cool. This weekend... Kind of along the same lines, I'm going with a guest who we're going to have on the next episode, a buddy of mine from Hawaii, Neil Norman. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. We're going to go out into Joshua Tree and do a photo shoot. He's a photographer, videographer. Um, You're camping, too. Camping, yeah. yeah. Camping um, Sunday and Monday this weekend. So we're going to go out there and just have a, a, a great time just hanging out. Oh, and, yeah. and I think we're renting a Mustang or, and maybe a motorcycle. And- Get your motor running. Head out on the highway. Get a whole bunch of cool footage, so we'll see what happens. Okay. And there's something that we both did last week mm-hmm. that we can both talk about when you get done with your thing. Oh, sure. About a co- certain concert we went to. <laughs> so, Trent, what, what's <laughs> going on in your week? <laughs> I feel like we should talk about it now. Like you, no, okay. to... but it's like the coolest part. Okay, all right. we'll <laughs> save it for the end. We'll make you guys earn it. Uh, that, that'll be the dessert of this segment. Uh, what have I been up to? Been dating a gal who uh, is Jewish, and so I've learned about these Jewish holidays. And they've had like two pretty much back-to-back. So Rosh Hashanah happened. That's the... Probably not saying it right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's You're going the, to hell. Yeah, right? That's the uh, Jewish New Year. Old Testament God's going to smite your ass. Yeah, right? He loves saying that. You're getting a bunch of plagues sent your way. Okay. <laughs> That's the Jewish uh, New Year. And then Yom Kippur just happened. And that's the... Um, they do a day of fasting. And then you're supposed to like repent of your sins. I know that that's a big thing in baseball, right? Where there's sometimes there's players who just will miss par- playoffs. They'll miss playoff games. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Some people take it really, really seriously. I think her and her family, you know, respect it and they they acknowledge it and they celebrate. And she did fast for the day. Sun up but, to, or sundown to sundown. Yeah. Something. And then they just have family time and eat a big meal, and that's kind of what they did for the Rosh Hashanah so wait, as well. Did you participate? I didn't. I had to. I had to work um, both days, and I'm not Jewish, but um, 
<laughs> uh, you know, if anything, I would have like spent time if I had those nights off and would have planned maybe a little better would have spent time with her family. But no, that's what it just seems like. I kind of made the joke. I was like, oh, it seems like you have like a couple extra Thanksgivings, you know. <laughs> but it's nice, and, it, and I know it means a lot to her family. So, but interesting thing about these, uh, outside of what she does, I work at the brewery, and one of our guests that comes in there, he works at a hotel, and he told me that they have this temple that have uh, rented out their like conference room. You know how like hotels have those big, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for ballrooms, people yeah, put weddings in there, sometimes. exactly, yeah, that kind of stuff. For this temple that has over three hundred members, and they always do their Yom Kippur like feast there after fasting, and apparently they take their stuff like old school and like super serious and like way in my opinion no disrespect so but this, like way over the top this is the curly the curly sideburns and tassels and big hats i'm assuming there is the stone so it gets to the point where okay so they pay a ton of money to my buddy's like hotel right he's like a manager there or something they have a rabbi and like a team come in and they, uh, his team clears out an entire walk-in cooler, a cold box, like a, a fridge, right? Like a, a restaurant fridge. Mm. They clear it out for this feast. Rabbi comes in with a torch. And like he said, it was like, almost looked like a flamethrower. And then like melts all the ice, cleans it all, and then blesses it. Yeah. And then, and then. You gotta make it kosher. No one in the, yeah, no one. I was like, damn, that's intense. No one that works the hotel can go in there. It's like only their people can like go in there during those days. You taint it, you uh-huh. sinner. And then he said something about uh, that. This was interesting. They can't tear paper. Is one thing, and so all they have to have specialty toilet paper that you don't rip. It's just like in like pre-made strips or something. Hmm. That was wild. Oh, yeah, apparently you're not even supposed to, like, drink water or coffee. Some people don't brush their teeth for that time. According to my, my boss, who is Jewish, what he, he kind of explained it to me that it's, like, oh, a time that. of... Yeah, um, that it's, like, a time of a lot of silence mm. and prayer and internal thought, internal work, meditation-type stuff. Yeah. And he was basically explaining it to me as, like, it's kind of a time when... You think a lot about uh, life and death. Does and, he take that day off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's, it's he. He was saying that it's it's usually a pretty like emotional day. Yeah. Because you don't get dis- you're not allowing yourself to be distracted by TVs and radios and cars and yeah, everything else. You're supposed else. to not use technology too. Right. Yeah. And I think you're supposed to wear a lot of white or or try to. It's okay. it's just supposed to be as getting as close to to God as you can. Interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. Um, not necessarily my cup of tea, but it's definitely interesting. Not yet. She'll turn you. Come back to the Lord, Trent. That's it. Different books. <laughs> I'm not going to go from... We're not going to get in that, Nick. We'd I'm love not gonna to become, I'm not going to become Jewish. There is the stone. We'd love... The, no. the New Testament would love to have you, but the Old Testament's good, too. Okay. So, uh, that happened, uh, had a comedy night, had a bingo night, that was fun. Well, let's just get to what we're all here for. Yeah. Dancing with you. Dancing with you. 
we recorded a podcast a while ago when I found out, I just randomly Googled this guy and found out he was coming to LA and tickets were only $15 mm-hmm. a pop. At the um, Moroccan. Yeah, so Paul Cawthon, um, country Sh- musician. Shout out Paul. Shout out Paul. We'd love to have you on the pod. We start doing that every time. The country music jeebus? Yeah. <laughs> Self, no, no, Nick has deemed you. Cocaine country dancing? Right. He just dropped a record, uh, Room 41. We bought tickets. Uh, ter- come to find out, uh, my gal reps the guy that opened for him. Did so you? that was pretty dope, too. Um, he had a good set. But, man, Paul Cawthon rocked our mother-effing socks right clean off. Oh, my God. That was like a, that was like going to church. Yeah. I mean, because he has a lot of gospel influences, too. But, like, his music's just great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys that are listening are or are not, um, whether or not you like country music or not, this guy, I mean, I just think it's good music. And I think if you like good music, you'll resonate. Honestly, can't um, recommend it enough. With this guy. and I mean, you're the one that turned me on to him. And... My Gospel's great. That record's great. But man, Room 41, I think that's really going to blow the hinges off for him. And I think he recorded that album at Muscle Shoals. Was it Room 41 that he recorded that album? That's what you were saying. Mm-hmm. And I believe it. So those that don't it's know It's got a Muscle real soulful Shoals, influence. That's a historic, um, it's very the... famous recording studio in the South. I think Alabama. Mm. Right? Yeah. It's like Stones have done it. The Stones have been there. Skinner's been there. Aretha Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up there with you know Abbey Road and like these historic uh, record studios. So. It's by far. It's well, not maybe not by far. It's uh, it's like America's. Oh yeah, that's America's recording studio. Yeah. And if you're there, you can, you just apparently you feel the presence of just everything that's been. That's so been down we there. we we love the live show. Um, I was bitching throughout it because like people were kind of looking at us because we were way into it. You, me, and Steph went, and we were having a a completely different experience than the rest of the room. Seeing shows in L.A., I've noticed, and, like, Elliot used to bitch about this. Rightfully so. The more shows I go to, I'm like, it's true. People in L.A. are too cool for school when it comes to live music. Yeah. They'll sell out shows, but people stand there like they're, like, at a funeral. We were watching the playback of... Like, staring with their hands in their pocket. Yeah. During the playback of the... The, of his Instagram live feed, you can see Trent Clearly and I are the like, only people dancing. <laughs> Trent and I are in like the second row, losing their minds. You see our hands just like getting thrown in the air constantly, and every once yeah. in a while, like jumping up and down. And everybody else is not moving. Some there was on one girl phone. who was on her phone yeah. in the front row. She's just looking at her fucking phone. It's like, dude, go to the back by the bar or just leave. What are you doing? It was everything I could have wanted in in a concert. I I hope we didn't annoy Paul or his band. We just, man, we've been anticipating this show. And the fact, I didn't realize how intimate that venue was. It's small. We were like 10, 15 feet away from the stage. Yeah. And it was great. The sound in there is great. Uh, He could easily sell out the Troubadour, um, if not a bigger venue. But anytime he comes to town, we got to make an effort um, to go see him. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got a real classic sound about him. That's yeah. timeless. We were drinking hams and whiskey because it was on the deal. Pour an ice cold hams and treat yourself to the premium beer from the land of sky blue waters. I had to tequila. Cut, uh, oh yeah, we did get them to switch to tequila. I wasn't we? drinking whiskey. Um, I cut my thumb right at the beginning and bled all over. I had blood on my pants because like my. Oh shit! Yeah. Where did you cut it from? Uh, a beer can. Oh, you idiot! And then, tr- <laughs> and then Trent. 
the second to last song oh, is the okay. last song. All right. I don't care. Go ahead. Uh, I was weeping. And not like in a like, not like in any sort of embarrassing way. If you don't mind me saying it, I was proud to stand next to you while you were doing it <laughs> because it was a great song. He did this is my, this is my gospel, yeah. right? Is that what the yeah. song's called? And just absolutely crushed it. Yeah, absolutely crushed it. Yeah. And it was cool. It was it was like at that moment I was like so stoked to just be there with you and oh, Steph. Oh yeah, that was awesome. It was, it was an emotional roller coaster. And then <laughs> I was hammered. The the guitarist had a hat that said something about Crystal, Michigan. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, is I have to go talk to him and see if he's from Michigan because yeah. I got so stoked and he wasn't. He's from Texas and he found the hat in London. Oh. He just, so whatever. But, but shout out Michigan. But shout out Michigan. And Spartans. Shout out the band. I was too, like, uh, starstruck to go and get a picture with him afterwards because i remember steph was like nick go get a picture with him i was like no oh really yeah (laughs) i was also really drunk but i was like yeah i don't know but my favorite country artist hands down probably just artist right now he's great man fantastic what do we got going on tuesday oh share the news you share the news cool uh so uh my gal is Fucking awesome, and she's getting us into another show. <laughs> another Texas Texas trio here, Midland. Mr. Lonely, Mr. Good Time, Mr. Burning on a Wall on a Saturday night when you're lonely, blind in the dark. And I'm the number that you know by broken heart. Um, they had the number one album on country billboards there a while ago. I don't know if they still are, but their new album, Let It Roll, and they've got this very like. A fun 90s kind of throwback. It's like if Alan Jackson had two other people in his Correct, band. yeah. Alan Jackson kind of vibe, which I love. Uh, they're playing a really intimate show in L.A. on Tuesday. So uh, you're going camping. I'm going camping with my company this weekend on a little retreat. And then we'll, we'll both be back and then go to that show on Tuesday. But I like Midland, too, a lot. I think Paul cuts a little deeper. And kind of at your soul. Yeah, Midland's poppy. And, and Midland, pop Midland's country. fun. Yeah, you know it, and that's their lane, and they kill it though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're big country fans, big country historians. They've started their own podcast about like the beginnings of outlaw country and all that. Have you listened to it yet? Not yet. It's pretty. It's pretty good. The first guest they have on is like this old tour manager of like I forget who, but like one of those guys. He's like this old ass dude. Telling all the, the cool stories, yeah. the dirty stories. It's awesome. I'm excited for Tuesday. Yeah. Hopefully they have some sort of hams and hams and tequila, tequila special. special. Oh man. But that's what's up with our weeks. Alright, we're gonna send it outside for Nick with this week's weather report. Nick, how is it looking out there? It's looking great. I'm styling in my Carhartt jacket. It's fucking jacket season. Carhartt's all day. Not a sponsor. I just love Carhartts. It's great time to be alive in LA. It's jacket season. Thanks, Nick. And now it's time for This Week in Wrestling with Trent Bruce. Oh, okay. Uh... Yeah, so a lot of stuff has happened since we last met. Uh, SmackDown is now on Friday nights, 
primetime on Fox. Primetime. First time that any wrestling program has been primetime on network television in the history of the world. Uh, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> they did you like, mean the Egyptians didn't do it first? Fake news. WWE did like a four to five billion dollar deal with Fox, which is kind of wild. It's a lot of money. The Rock came back. That was awesome. I was a very happy boy. Yeah, every Friday's SmackDown now, which is kind of interesting. It's never been that way. I believe they're going to market it more as a combat sport. So you're going to see, I think you're going to see all your soap opera and your goofy storylines more on Raw. And then I think you're going to see the more sporting uh, aspect of pro wrestling. Like gladiators. On SmackDown. It's still wrestling, though. There's going to be theatrics, right? I want to see The Rock fight a tiger. For shizzle. Dope. Hell yeah. Me yeah. too. He'd win. He's yeah. a rock. Exactly. Rock covers Tiger. Um, what else is going on? Uh, oh, Seth Rollins and The Fiend. Yeah. Thank you, Nick. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, Hell in the Cell happened this past Sunday. Uh, Hell in the Cell is supposed to be no rules, right? So, Anything goes. So that's the controversy of the match is that it ended with a uh, the official ruling was a referee stoppage. It was not a disqualification. Uh, it wasn't a DQ. So this is the way that WWE is spinning it. Because I think they know they fucked up. So the match was a very strange match. Um, it was under a red light the entire match. Which I kind of liked and it looked cool on TV. Other friends were shitting on it. But I bet in person it was probably really hard to see. Uh, I think they were trying to do something different with the Hell in a Cell. I think because of Bray Wyatt's new character, The Fiend, being more sinister, right. more demonic, they're trying to lean into that. You which, can't have him wrestle in which, complete darkness. Personally, I liked. I was fine with it. Um, it was like his you know, realm. You're in his world now, right? So I kind of liked that. The thing I didn't like was essentially Seth Rollins, the current champion of the Universal title, uh, doing his finishing move, which in wrestling lore, right, similar to like a knockout punch in boxing. Like someone hits you with their finishing move. Their haymaker. Right? Their Stone Cold Stunner, their Tombstone Pile Driver, their Rock Bottom. That's supposed to be done. And if it's a if it's a big main event, it's a big show, maybe you do two, maybe three. Maybe, right? But that's supposed to keep him down for three. Seth Rollins, I don't know the amount exactly, did anywhere, I think, from 10 to 15 of his finishers. Not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. On the Fiend? And he kept just kicking out. And then he did the pedigree, which historically is Triple H's finishing move that Seth was doing for a while. He brought it back and then hit him with a bunch of weapons and then was piling stuff on him, hitting him with ladders, hitting him with chairs, tables, and then pulled out a sledgehammer, which is another nod to Triple H, because that was his weapon of choice. And then he goes to hit him with a sledgehammer. Referee calls for, for um, stoppage um, because, quote, the fiend Bray Wyatt was incapacitated and couldn't move and blah, blah. And that's the WWE covering up, covering up their shit. They didn't had no mention the following night on Monday Night Raw about this match or the two competitors. They did not release a statement. They did. They have a new 
YouTube show that they call The Bump that they put a video out and it's like they're trying to stage it as wrestling fans talking about the WWE product, but it's a WWE production. And to me, it's essentially propaganda that they're trying to make look like it's a natural YouTube wrap-up show with normal people, but these are all double WWE employees or co contracted. Yeah. And so, so talking so about, so there's a guy on there that goes, I totally understand. Yeah, most people think, you know, there, there's no DQ. Well, it wasn't a DQ. It was a stoppage and blah, de, blah, de, right. blah. And they're on know, the payroll. I want the competitors to, to be safe and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, WWE, you're leaning into this UFC thing a little too much. Um, I watch wrestling for the theatrics. I don't watch it for the pound for pound sport combat sport of it. Mm -hmm. So I hope you don't lose us with all this, you know. Keep the product, you know, stay old school with it to some extent, right? Uh, but now they're bringing on Cain Velasquez. They're bringing on Tyson Fury, these former uh, MMA guys, into the program. So Tyson Fury's a boxer. If they, oh, thank you. Yeah. If they do it correctly, I think it would be okay. And they have brought other people into their arena or into their world. Brock um, Lesnar's the big one. Brock was originally... Football a player, college, then a wrestler. Well, no, a college, world-class college wrestler oh, okay. um, at University of Minnesota. Then a professional wrestler in WWE. Then tried out, played third string for the Vikings for one season. Got cut because he's not a football player. He never learned how to play football. He just was a star. Just massive And just was like, being. I'm going to try this. And then, then did the UFC and then has gone back and forth. Uh, he's just now fucking ripped out of his face. Um, drugs. Steroids will do that to you. Um, anyway, my segment's already gone so long. But anyway, the interesting thing about this thing, though, is like WWE's trying to put out these things that don't look like a, you know, a, a wrestling personality or a WWE, you know, office worker official talking. And, and it's like, dude, how dumb do you think we are? Like, this is still put on by you. Like, this is your version of a press release saying, hey, guys, we're sorry. Like, fans were chanting boo we're chanting refund we're chanting boring well after the event was over they stayed ah. and were like booing mind you and i've talked to you about this wrestling fans are very finicky wrestling fans are nerds i'm a nerd wrestling fans um there's no pleasing everybody so but i think uh dave Meltzer, who is a wrestling journalist did um put out a thing that uh he heard vince mcmahon was actually pretty messed up and pretty sorry uh, to his audience about the finish. And, and he said that he heard that he's admitted that it was a bad finish. Whether or not that's true, whatever, it doesn't do anything for me. Just start writing good fucking matches and good endings. They should just get TV writers it's, instead of whoever's writing it now. Anyway. Someone who knows a storyline. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, real quick, Jack Swagger, formerly known as Jack Swagger, is now Jake Hagar, is uh, an AEW... I never was a big fan of him in WWE. He showed up on AEW after his time in Bellator MMA, and they're pushing him more like as just his fighting background, which is cool. And so they're dipping into those waters too of like blurring the lines of reality. But I could talk forever for wrestling, but I'm going to send it over to you this week in basketball with Nick Grace. Hit the rolly, stole with the rolly on. Who was our getaway car, Jag portfolio? Yeah, you hear me? Hey, I heard I had some sneak dishes. Whoever feeling hot, that AR got a heat sensor. This week in basketball, the preseason in the NBA started. 
Cool. Doesn't which matter, right? doesn't matter at all. Yeah. But, but the Lakers... Basketball's almost back is what just matters, right? That's what matters. And uh, fantasy basketball is apparently in my future. Been talking to my brother about that. I don't know. If, I'm kind of excited and kind of not excited. We'll see what happens in my life with fantasy basketball. You know you Nobody on this podcast cares. But the Lakers <laughs> and Zion Williamson made their debut for uh, the new Lakers, and Zion Williamson made their debuts for their new teams. And everyone's losing their fucking mind like they were before they made their debuts. So it's really not that big a news. However, I will say the interior game of the Lakers should be scary because they have AD. like under the hoop kind of? Yeah, they're big guys. guys Because they have Dwight Howard, AD, and JaVale McGee who are – all so big and so athletic. And LeBron James can go down there and bang too. So it's like there's their outside game, honestly, not very scary. Yeah. Not very scary at all. But their interior game. Because who they have? Rondo? They, got, they have Rondo who's never going to shoot the ball. Um, he's not a Kuzma could maybe Rondo's stretch the floor. They have Danny Green who, can, who he, he can stretch the floor. But the guard game's not nearly as scary as their inside, which I think is going to be interesting from the standpoint of the small ball revolution that's been happening in the NBA lately, where it's all guard dominant and like for instance Golden State Warriors who have been the best squad consistently for the last shoot five a years. Miles away from the hoop. Shoot shoot from <laughs> shoot from deep and their center is Draymond Green and he's six foot five. So they've they've had a successful formula doing that now. I'm interested to see what happens when they have to match up with if the Lakers were to try to do a Three the big man's game. Mm. And so you see what happens. Cool. I'm into it. Get a more like a more makeable inside shot for less points, but it's a more consistent shot. See, I'm I'm very intrigued mm. because I love it whenever the game takes a swing. Mm. So that happened. Also, a part of preseason is a lot of veterans make the rookies do shit in front of crowds before games. And Draymond Green, Spartans, what is your profession? <laughs> Michigan State Spartan made new rookie for the Golden State Warriors, Jordan Poole. And you, what is your profession? This uh, fucking idiot who went to the University of Michigan like a fucking idiot. Oh my god. They, he made him sing the MSU fight song, which was great, in front of the whole crowd. Have you seen the video? Yep, it's fantastic. Oh my god. It is music to my ears. Literally. And also in college basketball news, last week we talked about Kansas and their kind of like Adidas thing. Fuck Kansas. Kansas, not one to stay out of the news for very long, decided to double down and bring Snoop Dogg in for their Midnight Madness. Snoop Dogg had a stripper on the court. From all these white people from Kansas. (laughs) And a stripper pole. Had a money gun. Money gun, and I forget what fucking what Snoop Dogg song it was. Anyway, it's probably not the kind of show that belongs on a college campus in the school, middle of a, America. A school, like, a school operated function, right? Yeah, and not not a, not a campus, not a not at the university that's currently being investigated for accepting money from Adidas. And Adidas is the one that made that made the Snoop Dogg concert happen because he's a Snoop he's Snoop is a Adidas sponsored guy. Oh, I didn't realize that. Also Bill Self 
Fuck him. Doubled down on his <laughs> on his allegations that he's facing by being in a video wearing a chain of a diamond-studded dollar bills sign. I don't know what Kansas is doing. They're, it's what it is. It's, it's a lot of like the. Uh, it's the. They're doing a classic Donald Trump thing. They're like, we're already screwed. People are accusing us of doing stuff. Instead of denying that it happened, they're basically saying, "Do more of it." Who told you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the hell is Kansas doing? Yeah, I'm inclined to say, "Fuck you, Kansas." I hope the whole institution burns down in the ground. No, you hope the whole state does. That's a. That's except a, Kansas City. Except for Kansas, except for the good side of Kansas City. <laughs> The side with the barbecue. Except Arrowhead Stadium. (laughs) And that is This Week in Basketball. Let's talk This Week in Hip Hop with both of us. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. For my niggas with Bentley Coops and Rolexes. Kicked the bitch out the room and gave her no breakfast. This Week in Hip Hop. Drake's dad is out here saying he's a good dad. What is that about? It means that, well, the whole, the whole, uh... A lot of a healthy amount of Drake's career has been based around the fact that his dad's been a good for nothing dad, right? So his dad went on Nick Cannon's morning show and was basically like, "I talk to him every day, and I've always talked to him every day, and we have a great relationship." Yeah, we're I'm not with his mother, but like we have a great relationship. And now Drake's like, "Fuck you, dad. That's not true." So wait, he said that? Yeah. And like, I can't believe my family members have to lie about stuff. I'm inclined to believe his dad, honestly. But I have my own history with... Because he's Canadian. With uh, not liking Canadians. Yeah. So. What else is going on? What's going on with you and hip-hop? Uh, so there's a new show. We talked with uh, Heidi about it. Rhythm and Flow on Netflix. And they're putting out weekly episodes. So some of the shows on Netflix are going back to the original like television format where you... You release an episode per week, which I think is cool. See, I'm sure they're testing the waters to see if if that brings in more or less views or whatever. I've seen two episodes, uh, the L.A. and then the New York episode. It's essentially the bare bones of what American Idol uh, does with uh, hip-hop. And less bullshit. It's, there's no bullshit. Dude, like, the New York episode's brutal. It's, it's Cardi B, Jadakiss, mm-hmm. and Fat Joe is the... Uh, judges. Yeah, we just watched him rip apart a fat dude. <laughs> <laughs> that, yep. Yep. Ironically, Fat Joe did that. No, like, Fat Joe, like, there's segments on there where he's just like, yo, you're trash, get off the stage. I was like, damn. Like, he legit told this girl, he's like, yo, you should, like, work at a grocery store or something. Maybe own, like, a bodega or something. Like, you, he, he goes, you need a career change. That's how he opened his, like, fuck. You know what, though? In all facets of life, people need to hear shit like that. There's I mean, too many people that go honestly, for too long doing something that they have no business doing. Sure. Because there's nobody that's fucking man or woman enough to, to call them out and sure. say, hey, I know you want to do this, but this is not you. Sure. You can't. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Be tough on these people. <laughs> I that's can't wait to watch it. Well, I'm saying that's what's refreshing about it. Yeah. It's not this bullshit trope of like the British guy is the main guy. Yeah. And then the woman's like, I love everyone. And then there's a guy that's like indifferent. Yeah. You know, it's like they're just, they're letting him say whatever they want to say. It's cool. It's cool. It's very refreshing. This is slowly becoming a country, a, <laughs> a country music segment. And I'm thinking maybe we should do both. Go ahead. Why not? 
So this Trent week in and country. I, this week in country, Trent and I are going to the Midland show, which we talked about. Super stoked about that. There's a country music artist out there named Sturgill Simpson. Who I've known about for a very long time, but other people should know about. Mm -hmm. He has a new album out called Sound and Fury mm -hmm. that they made an anime for so on cool. Netflix. So it's about 41 minutes long and it goes to, there's a music video for every single song and cool. the album itself is very rocky. It, I think it's a lot like a Pink Floyd The Wall album mixed with a trippy. some early Ted Nugent stuff. Okay. So it's a lot of, yeah, it's pretty trippy, um, sometimes transient. Heavy on what you would think is guitar solos, but I, I think it's actually, um, what's it called? Uh, not piano. The fucking... Or synthesizer? No, fucking... Uh, Slide guitar? No, it's the fucking the electric version of the piano. A keyboard? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> fucking keyboard stuff. It's really, really, really good. I don't... I'm not going to... I'm comparing it to the Wall album. It's not as good as the Wall album. It's one of the best albums of well, it's all cool time. That, that but it has that vibe, and it's fantastic. It's cool that he's not sticking within the parameters of country his, music. His said genre. Yeah, like he's exploring throughout, and like uh, that's what good artists do in, in any realm is is um, blur the lines, push the boundaries, and one of the songs is borderline disco. Dope, and it's really cool. It's really fun to watch. I recommend listening to the album and then watching it on Netflix. It's very, it's very fun. Cool to see how they interpret it. And then there's another country band out there called Whiskey Myers that just dropped a new album a week ago. And they've been around for quite a while. They are more of a southern rock vibe. Cool. A lot more of like the Leonard Skinner, and it's a it's a long album. There's seventeen songs on it or something. For my taste, it's a little too long, and there's some songs that I could do without. But it's good to see the resurgence of actual country music. When you say actual, what do you mean? I'm talking about people that aren't on the radio. I'm talking about not Taylor Swift. I'm talking about not Chase Rice. Bogum country. Yeah. The stuff I'm not I'm not talking about rip gene country. I'm talking about real actual heart music. Mm. Shit that makes you think, makes you feel. Nice. Also, I know Mark Sipka is gonna listen to this episode. Mark, listen to Paul Cawthon. Oh, please listen to Paul Cawthon. Slow down, slow down. The fire's burning, desire's yearning. When you call my name. Ladies and gentlemen, we are thrilled to have our guest on this week's episode of Another Shitty Podcast. Comedian, executive producer, the very funny Heidi Heasel, everybody. That's right. me. That's you. <laughs> I like the lean in. <laughs> you can, no, it's can fine. Can that up? No, you can fuck anything up. Okay. Great to see you on a morning. It's... Oh, Nick Grace is here too. <laughs> I don't have to intro Nick. No, you don't have to. I'm here. I'm yeah, here. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm laughing was... about how he said, great to see you on a morning. I know. No, no same. I, I don't see any like comedian yeah. buddies like this early in the morning. We talked about this I would last be concerned week. if we 
saw each other often in a morning situation. It's, it's kind of weird, yeah, mm. right? I, I got a big nice coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want any coffee. I got a I big made coffee, coffee this morning already. This one's like the big boy, you know. Yeah, I made coffee at home. Officially oh, yeah. not sponsored by Starbucks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know no one could see, see what the coffee I held up, right? You could tell by the ice. <laughs> ice? The way the ice made noise. Yeah. Uh, Welcome to another shady podcast. I love this. <laughs> this is great. How are things? How's life? You uh, were just traveling a little bit. I was. Um, I love your shit. It's. I just love following you. That sounds creepy now. Uh, no, I love that. No, you're please fucking, follow you're me. You're fucking I... hilarious. And I just love how you're very much like 100% you. It's not like a put on or like, I'm this way... In front of the camera, yeah. I'm this way on stage, but like in no. normal life, I'm that way. It's this like is me, obnoxious Heidi. all the time, <laughs> all the time, all the time. I'm finding that I'm having like uh, uh, my boyfriend John was like, "You should like like I know you, and people who know you know you, but like maybe before you get into jokes, you like give people just a little bit of your background so they know that like <laughs> this is a real thing, like you're really this person. It's not." A character. I love it. Yeah. I am really me, unfortunately. That's really who I am. No, fortunately. <laughs> we, we, need more, we need more of that. Oh, dude. Uh, but we saw, I was telling Nick, I think, I, no, I sent it to, to y'all. Oh. The view, the view on this it. plane. <laughs> you said, you were like describing all this food, like you had like this bougie like flight. Yeah, this is food, this one thing you're like coconut something or other. And that's what you said. I was, I was dying. And it was all bomb. Like, well, I was lit at that point. Like, oh, because okay. <laughs> I, in, I rode my first business class, but Air Canada, I guess, doesn't have first class. So their business class, like, is first class. So it was oh. one of those, like, you can lay back and fucking chill. And there's, like, the rich, I mean, the rich are rich. Like, they just have unlimited alcohol and, like... When you're in the regular seats, they're like, that'll be fifteen ninety five for a one-ounce like pour. Yeah. And then, like, it's, like, up in the front. They really are, like, I, I thought I thought all those things of, like, first class being, like, they had all these things was, like, uh, a hyperbole, is that the word? Or, like, an exaggeration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I got up there and I was like, what the fuck is going on up here? <laughs> People like, are getting tanked. Yeah, they're getting, like, tanked. There's, like, food. There was, like, a four or five course meal. I didn't even film four, all of my meals. Three. For well, free. I it's not for free. The ticket is expensive. But well, like, yeah, but I didn't pay for the everything ticket. But is... everything, yeah. Like, like, I had fucking duck. There was duck. Like, I've never <laughs> had duck before. There was fucking duck on this plane. On and an like, airplane. I'd be really Like, curious. what the fuck? And I, like, opened up this silverware and, like, literally, like, 18 feet. I was like, what the fuck? There's fucking multiple forks on this plane? Like, what is happening? How much food is there going to be? And then there was a ton of food. And then, like, on my way back, I had amazing flight attendants. On my way back, I, like, to the girl, I had, like, read the back of the menu because on the way there, I thought they just served champagne. I was unaware that there was, like, a full bar that you could order from for free. Jesus. And so I, like, they had a signature cocktail, which was um, Canadian whiskey, gin, like, fucking other things. And I was like, I was like, listen. <laughs> It's on your menu. I was like, so I'm going to try the signature cocktail. And she was like, oh, they switch these up all the time. What What is our signature cocktail? And she reads it and she's like, ooh, 
oh. And I was like, or we could just like, I could just do like champagne. And, she, and I was like, it's just that this is my, own, my first business class flight and I don't want to be on one, one again. And she was like, oh no, we doing this. And like, so I was, by the time I got to the fucking coconut, I was like, fucking sloshed. I was like, fucking lime sauce. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Fucking cheese. Just sloshed. And they like give you, I was wasted. Yeah. How is that good for business? Like people are just getting are wasted on their way happy. to business trips? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm yelling in your microphone. Oh, you're great. You're fine. Are we good? I'm so sorry. Are you good on your end? Yeah, I'm we're fine. fine. Yeah, so. Um, I had, I'm stoked you had your first First class experience. Dude. I, I've only had one myself. Yeah. It was like I was on Damn, a, I was flying from Hawaii to here. Uh-huh. And my buddy was a flight attendant, so that's how I got up. Oh there. nice. The buddy passed. He wasn't there with me uh-huh. to explain the rules. So when I was sitting in first like class, timid. first of all, we didn't have the cubicle the pod situation. We didn't yeah. have what you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it had more legroom. <laughs> I'll take and, the leg room, like, dude. And like one less aisle buddy, which was cool. Yeah. But the flight attendants kept coming around and kept being like, do you want anything to drink? And I didn't know how that shit worked. And I was like, oh, I'm poor. I uh, can't. No, I'm When fine. they ask you, yeah, you're like, yeah. Because you think you're going to have to pay for it. Right. Yeah. And, and like you said, I want to pay $15 a pop. Yeah. Eventually, the third time around, the flight attendant goes, hey, I don't think you really know what's going on here. This is free. Oh they my god, she, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, there's a, like, there's a poor like, in the front. What? They're like, are you sober? Are you like yeah. on the program <laughs> yeah. or something? I was like, oh my god, in that case, yes, please. You're like, like can you all of make us. it a double? <laughs> like, yeah. load me up. I just love that she spotted you and was like, and like kept asking. She's like, this poor kid doesn't yeah. know. <laughs> this peasant. This, this peasant. <laughs> clearly, I know he's thirsty. Yeah. He's not here on his own attrition. He's yeah. Still, like, drinking thrown water. Yeah. The rest of the rich yeah. people. Water yeah. and crackers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had, the only thing I can relate to with that is one time I got uh, treated at Dodger Stadium. And you, you don't. treated at Dodger Stadium? You don't know. What do you mean treated? Like the first class. Oh, but, you got but baseball experience. Is that okay. like a booth or something? Or? So you sit in the normal seats. It's like Dodger dogs. Yeah. Bud Lights, pretzels, yeah. nachos, baseball food. Yeah. You go down to like where the money's being spent. I had free drinks, shots, tequila, what? shots, beer, and then an entire buffet of food. You want Dodger Dogs, they have that, but I had Chinese food. So the whole night, I'm like, I'm drunk and I'm screaming, I'm having Chinese food at a baseball game. Oh this God. is crazy. And like oh quesadillas and shit. I'm like, the, the food wasn't like exquisite or anything. It was just like the fact that I'm having Chinese food. At a baseball game. Yeah, I felt like. Was that game. complimentary? Oh, yeah. That shit no, was, like the, it's you go, so crazy. It was the Kettle One Lounge is where I was. Ooh. I just yeah. can't believe how Another, rich. No, yeah. I get why the rich don't care about us. Rich people get so many free things. <laughs> like, it's nuts. Can you yeah. imagine getting free food and free drinks all the time, and then there's someone like, but civil rights! And you're like, shut up! Like, yeah, yeah. Shut up! Because yeah. it's like they just are so removed from the problem. Like, It's it's literally like another world. Yes! Um, it's one of those things that always kind of gets me where most, most people who are rich... They've worked for it. Alternate timeline. No, they haven't. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they have. No. A majority of people who are who are rich or millionaires uh, but the in America. Aren't. Or someone's yes, wor- someone's. Seventy nine percent of all millionaires in, didn't inherit that. Oh really? Yeah. 
So most of those people know what it's like to be us three. Well, I, don't, yeah. I don't know the facts on this argument, so I'm just going to sit here. Just believe it. Just go with <laughs> it. I'll go with it for the, for um, the premise of this fact. But, <laughs> but it's interesting that once you get to a certain level where you don't need to, where, where you can afford anything, yeah, that's when you get everything for free. I, yes. Yes. While you're yeah. while you're poor as fuck, like the rest of yeah. us, and working your ass off, drives me insane. You have to buy everything. Dude, I <laughs> like, got... it drives me insane. It's like literally the people in economy are the ones who need a fucking free drink. Yeah. Like you've got them shoved, like, yeah. got us shoved in there. Compliments of Heidi, like in first class, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leaning around. Yeah, <laughs> right. Dude, I I've got a couple friends who have done fairly well in entertainment and. They're like, oh yeah, like Nike, like will tell me to come to their warehouse and I can take whatever I want. Like, I go to like club, like promoters want me in their club. Yeah, like bottle service, like so they just just so that you're in yeah. there. Yeah, I'm like from this is wild. Like that is wild. You think it's you think it's the opposite? Like yeah. I gotta save up a bunch of money and buy a bottle. No one buys a bottle. No. Like no, it's. I used to, one of my hustles when I was, like, younger, I've had so many fucking jobs, um, <laughs> but was to be uh, undercover for Ciroc, mm -hmm. and so I would go to undercover. the club early. It was when Diddy was first re releasing Ciroc. I would go to the club early before it opens, and, like, they, we were hired by a liquor company, and we, we would give the manager a check for, like, $600 for the bottle, right? And then um, they would be like... Where and then they give us a table, and like we were supposed to like be pretend like it was our table and like be like, oh my god, you got to try Ciroc, and like I was the favorite because all the dumbass girls would follow instructions and like make it look like you were they were fucking at a Costco thing mm -hmm. at the club, and I was like, no oh, bitch, yeah. you, just you need to, to act relax. bougie, yeah, and you need to not share. If you bought this bottle, would you be sharing it with some fucking random bro from the bar? No, you yeah. wouldn't. Like a sample. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't. So I wouldn't share the bottle, and then they were like, we like Heidi because she's like skyrocketing, skyrocketing like the the Ciroc sales. So Diddy, fucking, you owe me. Um, <laughs> Because I would, I actually fucking Buffy. treated it. I treated it like I actually bought the bottle and wouldn't share it with people. Yeah. And like, I was like, no, it's not about the taste. It's about the fucking Ex look. Experience. It's about the look and the yeah. exclusivity. But yeah, and they the would send us in early, have. and people would what? be like, oh my god, who are you? This girl's drinking all this fancy ass liquor, and, and she's like not giving us any. And yeah. who is this, some of that? And who yeah. is this hot twenty-one-year-old redhead who has? Who is at her own table with one other girl? Like, who are maybe they thought we were hookers, but like, maybe, <laughs> maybe looking back, looking back, I was like, they must think I'm an heiress. But like, looking back, they probably thought I was a hooker. You'd be doing yeah, a really yeah. bad job of hooking if you're not talking to <laughs> yeah. anybody. Oh yeah, you're true. That's true. That's true. Well, I would only talk to the other tables. I'd be like, what are you guys getting? I'd be like, oh, you should get Sir Rock. It's like so good. Oh my god. I was one of my hustles, but I made like 150 a night doing it. That's there not you bad. Go. And you were drinking for free? Yeah. Well, I mean, no, we weren't. We were supposed to drink alcohol, but I was drinking it. <laughs> of course, of course. Shout out Diddy. Shout out Diddy. Diddy, hire me. His uh, his Russian bouncer almost kicked my ass one time. Really? Uh, what was this? What's this place on Fairfax called? The 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 the. One spot. Fuck. A lot some of fancy. There's some fancy like lounge. Oh, the one that's like secret. I don't know. Okay, Nick's Lounge maybe? No, there's a secret one like right where the sneaker shops are. 
No. 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 It's it's not secret. I, I'm blanking on what the name is. Okay. But there was like this private curtained off area, and I had taken an, uh, an edible, and mm-hmm. I should not have. And Wait, is this is this the night that you and me and Stu all did that? No. Okay. Totally other night. Okay. I've got too many. I've got too many edibles. Bad, <laughs> you do it. Edible you night. do an edible and then you go wander in real life. Yeah, and I make mistakes. Like I do. I do an edible and I'm like in the couch, like in the sunken place. And then you find Diddy. Yeah. Yeah. So you like pulled back Diddy's curtain on your edible and was like, "What's back here?" Well, originally I had seen the curtain and I was really high and I was like, "I wonder who's in there." I, I like. I work at a. Of course you. Do. I work at a pretty upscale place and I there's a few people that I do know, but there's a lot of people I recognize. Yeah. So I was like, "What are what are the chances I happen to maybe know who's in there. Yeah. So I go and poke my head in there, and I I saw like God, a girl that was just sitting there alone. I'm like, I don't recognize her. So I just put poked my head back out and went talk to my homies. And somebody walked out of there, and uh, my buddy goes, my buddy goes, oh, um, that's Diddy who just walked out of there. And I I looked at this guy, and he was about ten feet away. He's from a me. billionaire, right? Profile, like. No, I don't think no? so. Side profile. He's a billionaire. Yeah, I, really? I think he is. Oh my god! I don't know um, side anything. profile. I'm looking right at him from ten feet away, and I was stoned, and I look, and I go, "Nah, that's not Diddy." And then he turned and looked right at me, and I go, "Oh yeah, that yeah, is Diddy." You're like, I see it now. <laughs> and then his bouncer came over. His bouncer came over because my buddy John had put his head in there too. Oh man! And he was sober. He was just weird, and he was just like, "I'm gonna fucking see who's in there too." And his bouncer came over and goes, put your head in there one more time. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> and this dude was like six foot five. Like I love it. Huge. Very Russian. I man. like that you were looking at Diddy like he's like a painting. You're like, mm, I don't see it. And you're yeah. like, oh, I see it now. I yeah. see it. One of those... I see it. It is a Diddy in there. <laughs> one of those like 1990s things where you stare at it long enough. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get never, it. I could never see those things. I could never like, no, you have to like relax your eyes. I never saw anything in those. Do you remember what I'm talking about? No, I yeah. Just... It was like computer created. Uh, I'm actually one of those things. People are like, I don't actually see anything in her. (laughs) (laughs) I've looked long enough, and I don't get it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I start crying. Um, (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) People are like, I'm going to sign out of this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sad. Oh, um, oh, shit. What well, else? Let's talk. Uh, I know you're a hip hop fan. Yeah, you're I like hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who's someone. Who isn't, though? No, I mean, Do I people guess not... not like music? Is there someone who. Are there people that don't like music? Anyways, I'm not There's a handful you. of people yeah, I, like I have hip-hop. met. And I'm like, I like hip hop. I'm like, yes. why are you alive? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> when people, I've heard a couple of people like, eh, I don't really like music. I'm like, what do you do? What do you mean they you don't? Sit, so you're so you just sit, not one you just sit in a room and you just like? sit there? You sit there like this. It's sociopath. Your whole day. You're yeah. Music like is such a... It's like ingrained in people. We yeah. need it. I we do it on our own without well, it. The segue was, <laughs> who do you really like right now? Who are you fucking with right now? Like music-wise. Oh, wow. And then like, who would you say is on like your like Mount Rushmore? Well, listen. My Mount Rushmore... My like my I have never, I have never really been a fan of anyone. Like I've liked people until Cardi B happened. Like I, 
I mean, I also actually before that it was like Eminem because obviously I loved an angry poor white. I was like, oh, it gets me. Um, <laughs> someone's finally talking about the trailer community. Um, but uh, Cardi B, I like get so serious. I just adore her. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like Cardi B has made it possible for like women like me to exist. Mm. Like <laughs> I just, I get I'm not great. a stripper. I mean, I'm an emotional stripper because I'm a comedian, which is <laughs> really just taking off parts of your trauma for people's enjoyment. But like <laughs> just kind of the same thing but like I just love her like I love that I love that she doesn't talk correct and she's like but I'm still fucking smart and it's like I've felt that my whole life like mm. I never really have been able to I feel like I've never really made my words in the order that they're supposed to be but I'm like but you feel me though right yeah. like you get what I'm saying right like you feel me right and I remember when she first came out my friend was like oh, this girl is trash. Can you believe this is what the kids are liking or whatever? And she, like, played Bodak Yellow for me. And I was like, oh. what? This is a bot. I was like, what? And she was like, no way. And I was like, this bitch is going to be a fucking icon. And she was she like, we got in a huge argument about it. And she was like, no way. She was like, what does she say? What does she say that is, like, that it, an icon has to say something that, like, resonates you that you will never forget? What does she say? And I was like, said little bitch you can't fuck with me if you wanted to like that's that's iconic to me like you know how many bitches i want to be like listen you hoe ass trick ass bitch with your petty ass fucking shit you ain't nothing but skin deep bitch there's nothing behind you you can't fuck with me yes like you cannot fuck with me yes. nothing about you is real you yeah. hoe ass bitch <laughs> So I love Cardi B. Like, I just love her. I, Are you I describing Los Angeles right yes, now? Yes. Yes, oh, yeah. dude. Yes. Yes. It makes me so mad. Like, be yourself. Yeah. Like, don't be whoever you moved here to be. Like, be yourself. And I get it was probably shitty because you had to move thousands of miles to get away from yourself. But, like, be yourself. Be I love the, it. Be your fucking it. self. Even if it's shitty. I'm not the greatest person in the world. Like... I'm sure, like, if, when I ever make it, there's going to be people who are like, I have a think piece on Heidi. Fucking think about it, then, bitch. Here's a tweet from 10 years ago. Yeah, fine. Fuck it. You can pull up a tweet from last week. You ain't even got to go 10 years back. (laughs) You can just search last night. You're doing way too much work. Like, (laughs) like, fucking pull up what I tweeted last night. I usually have to delete it when I wake up. (laughs) But, like... Just stay up late enough. Yeah. It could take me down. Oh, I mean, man. don't, because I, you know, I have a poor family and I have to help them, but like, please don't take me down. But like, you can. It's possible. It's not a feat. <laughs> Anyways, I love Cardi B. I love Cardi B. I love Cardi B. And then someone who's like on the, I guess on the come up, I had literally, I was watching the rhythm and, um, on Netflix. We were just talking about it. Yeah. yeah. I just saw that, that promo I, yesterday night. I just watched the first episode. Is I it good? really it was, enjoyed it. It's essentially American Idol, but for rap. Yes. Right? Yeah. All right. I got to watch it. Which okay. is dope because whenever I watch American, whenever, and I've never watched Yeah, it. but when you but see when, the viral clips right, from American Idol. I'm just like, why isn't there any hip hop ass? None. No. None at all. No, it's always like someone who lost like, a leg and they're I, like, I came here to sing over the rainbow. And you're like, oh, <laughs> fucking. Great. <laughs> You've already won. Okay, cool. What? What? Are you giving him a heart attack? Oh, that's so funny. But it's like there are like how it's, is, it's is this a make a wish foundation? Oh, like my is god. this is this Oh my god. Is this make a wish tax write-offs? <laughs> like, 
What did you What did you think of the show? Oh. I liked it. And there's this girl on there. I followed her. Jesus Christ! I followed this I girl. Like walk around the room. Oh my God! So this is my <sighs> Ray Ray Cahill. But she has this bar. Hold on. Maybe I can. It, it made me laugh. I just loved her. She said, you a holiday shopper, seasonal, temporary, beatable. I was like, ooh, I like this girl. That's great. So she's like, I, I mean, I saw her. Be, I came to watch Cardi, and then I saw her. I don't know if she makes it. What's her she, name again? Ray Cahill. Ray Cahill. I fucking, look at me. I'm just going to butcher it like everyone's ever butchered my last name. Um, her, it's spelled R-A-E-K-H-A-L-I-L. Dope. Ray Cahill? I don't know. And so then the show's pretty dope. The show's dope. I like it. Like, there, what I do like about it is, like, like, they're kind of all... They're they're not like playing like you know how on American Idol it's like Simon Cowell is the mean one and yeah. then there's like a girl in the center who's like I believe in you and I like then there's everyone. like right. and then there's a person who's like I'm the producer guy so like you know I'm gonna give you both sort of sides but dog they, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but like um, that's a no for me dog yeah also that was one of my first jobs was being celebrity assist in the American Idol room to J Lo Steven Tyler. And, uh, oh my God. and, uh, I want to get into and, what that's and, like. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, and what's his name? Why can I not think of his name? No, for me, dog. Oh, um, Randy. Uh, Randy. Yeah. Randy Jackson. Jack. Yeah. Anyways, um, so they all kind of are like, and it's in the spirit of hip hop, like, they don't really go easy on them. Like, and it's not like Cardi's the nice one and like, cha- like, it's like they all kind of trade off. Oh, the ju- who's the judges? It's, uh, T.I. Um, Chance the Rapper and Cardi. Dope. And then, like, on the first like episode, them. they did Los Angeles, so they had Snoop Dogg as, like, a guest judge. Oh, no, Dude, shit. I gotta yeah. watch guest judges. Huh? The yeah. I don't know if they do it for the other cities, because I haven't watched anything else, but, like, it was, and it was cool. Like, they, like, I liked that they all weren't, like, playing a, like, a version of a judge with a theme. Like, they right. were really just being themselves and giving honest feedback, and, like, awesome. sometimes they'd be like, I didn't fucking like it. Like, I just didn't, I wasn't feeling you. Or they'd be like, hey, like, your cadence is really good, but, like, your stage presence isn't there. So it's like a pass. you got to have stage presence. Like, they give them, like, real constructive notes. Stage presence is something in hip-hop that was, like, almost non-existent. Almost. Yeah? Until, like, two years ago. When finally people were just like, oh, we actually have to do things up here rather than just stand here and say the words. Well... Some of the old school guys could do it. Debatable. Some of the old school guys could do it. It's funny. I I was thinking about this on the way up, kind of in this realm. Uh, I was just playing Watch the Throne on the way up here. Yeah. And that album, that's one of my favorites ever. I just think front to back, it's fucking phenomenal. I know. And it just, because I was pretty tired. I was like, I need to listen to music I really know and really love. Yeah. And I need to listen to it loud on this drive here. (laughs) So I'm just like screaming these lyrics. But dude, I remember seeing that concert, Watch the Throne, in Chicago at the United Center where the Bulls wow. played. Uh, it was night one. They added a second night because it was the year of the NBA strike where they had a shortened season. Oh. So they added a second date afterwards, but I went to the original date. And I was thinking about this because I thought about Travis Scott and how oh, right, yeah. a lot yeah, of, oh, right. a yeah, lot of young kids like fuck with him and like I like his stuff too. Hip hop now is a lot like moshing. Yeah, and so yeah. like his shit, he like 
or the people behind him have made it a thing to be like, okay, see what these rock stars do? Right. Do that just with your music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's killing it. Like, I respect that, and I think it's fun, and like, the shit's crazy. I know, him and Kylie broke up, but, but then, anyways... And then, I okay, thank you. Uh, and then, I didn't know that. Um, You're welcome. That's perfect. Lady on a podcast. You're yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I was thinking about that, and then I was listening to Watch the Throne this morning on the way here. I thought about seeing that show uh, back in 2010, 2011, and they were doing that shit. Especially with, um, you know, I always say dudes in Paris. Especially that song, because they, they, it was like infamous. Like, people were like, yeah, oh, it's kind of weird that they did that, but... In the moment, it was so fucking dope. They would play it at their shows on that on that tour like eight or nine times. Yeah, in a row. yeah. But people were doing like Travis yeah. Scott shit. And well, it, you know tra- that's one of the beefs is that Travis kind of bit Kanye a little. Well, he worked with him, right? Yeah, yeah. And then they were they Travis had... bit a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a Frankenstein. Right, right, right. Hip-hop. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Well, I like that. I didn't know it was like hip-hop. an official thing. That's like I mean, about. I don't fuck. I mean, it's not like anyone's coming to me for the official word. It's like, no, but it, I mean, you can tell though. Yeah, if you've like paid attention, like, and it's just it's weird to see that stuff too at like Post Malone shows because Post like his like I like his stuff. Well, our some d- stuff, jury's out still, on, on our opinion like, whether it's hip hop or not. Yeah, but his shit's like really chilled out. Yeah, it's like singing over yeah. beats. Yeah, or talk singing. Yeah, Drake, it's Drake singing. Yeah. That's type of singing over a beat. Yeah. I, I, I told you that, that I don't think it's rap. I think it would fall under the hip-hop umbrella. Yeah, yeah. And the difference between rap and hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we've, argue, we've argued this a lot. I think it's just pop. Cause pop yeah. Is just, but I think, yeah. I think that genre, though, is pop now. Right. Like, rap and hip-hop has really taken over the pop charts. Like, pop yeah, yeah. is rap and hip-hop. It's to go popular. Back to, Aubrey. Yeah. To go back to... Um, <laughs> What your friend was saying about Cardi B, people you actually can't understand is a lot of hip-hop kids now. Right. You can actually hear what she's saying. You know the words that that's she's saying. That's what I like. Maybe we're yeah. just old and she's, we love that. But uh, Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's I like, like to know, I know what they're saying. I don't think that's... Press, press, press. Cardi don't, don't need no more press. You yeah. heard her. She don't fucking need it. Yeah. Instead of like, I don't think that's an old. And then like, oh, this resonates. With yeah, you. yeah. I don't think it's an an old thing. I think it's it's a trend right now. And like, I don't know. How, I don't know how trend. long. Well, I don't know how it's long Migos is going to be around. Like legit, like that style. I don't know either. I'm not. In their hip hop's weird too because they're barely saying anything. They're just not not even not necessarily like not enunciating, right. but like also like literally not saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much. Like a lot a of it's just like. Yeah, but like a lot of it's just like. <laughs> I did this, yeah. and then ten seconds go by. Yeah, and then I did that, and like. Yeah, but they, it they, is vibe, you know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's the music. Ah. Producers, are, producers are absolutely. Ah. 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 That's vibe, though. It's true. I'm not, they I'm honest, not arguing not. that it's not. I know, not. I know, I'm not. I know. Like the producers nowadays are music. absolutely smashing. Yeah. Because they figured out that people just want a vibe to, sh- to stuff. Yeah. yeah. What do you want to listen to when you're drunk in a club? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. When you can't hear the words. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. You don't even have to have someone mumbling over it. It could mm-hmm. just be a dope beat. 100%. And like stuff that sign- kind of sounds like the human voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Isn't that what this is? Are, hey. we, are we even saying anything hey. today? Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious, where, 
Where are you originally from? From the central coast of California. It's a okay. few hours north of here. Um, it's not. It's not northern California. It's central California. It's basically um, this weird little pocket of California that is. It has um, beautiful beaches, farmland, and then very high security prisons. Oh, it wow. has like some of the highest security prisons in like the n- nation, and then like a very high mental facility that like like people who like cut people's heads off and put them in the freezer like there's more of those than you think so it's like this weird it's like this very weird pocket like you get like this like people who maybe come for their sentence and then stay for the view you know like Mm. they just don't always leave so it's just this weird pocket and no one really goes to it because where it's, is it on the coast, though? It's like, like literally below or it, above San Francisco. It's um, below San Francisco. It's like above Santa Barbara, and so basically, no one ever goes to it because if you're going that far, like if you're driving three or four hours, you're usually taking the five and going up to mm. and going up is to it in Big Sur or it's somewhere in just it? below Around Big Sur, okay. just below Big Sur. It must be beautiful. It's and psychotic. It's beautiful, but it's like, and that's why people are like, "Where are you from? You don't fit in to anything." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's this weird pocket of California. That's like, it's weird. It's a weird place, but it's stunning." And then now it's insane because it's like every other part of California that used to be poor, mm. its property values have gone through the fucking roof. Like houses that used to be two hundred thousand dollars are now million dollar homes. So it's like. Yeah. It's just a weird, it's a weird little area. But if you're ever in Morro Bay, Morro Bay is where I went to high school. If you're ever in Morro Bay, go to the Hofbrau. Um, but I lived all up and down the Central Coast when I was a kid. So I lived in Santa Maria, Orchid, Morro Bay, Los Osos, Cayucas, um, San Luis Obispo, Santa Maria. Yeah, I lived like in every city in the Central Coast. Damn. Yeah. But yeah. went to high school in Morro Bay. Okay. And then L.A. since since I was 17. Damn. So right literally like. I think maybe two weeks after high school graduation, I was down here. I'm 32 now, so yeah, so I've like pretty much been near half your life. You've been half my life, half my life in in LA, and and my whole life in California. When you're you're, go ahead. Oh, Oh. you're in downtown now, right? I am in downtown. Do you like downtown? I like that. uh, I like the apartment I'm in. Mm -hmm. Um, I like how much stuff is happening down there. I, I've never lived in downtown. I've always been like West Side or like, you know, on that uh, over there, like ish. But it's crazy, like, you know, with what the city's going through. I mean, they tore up Inglewood. Yeah. Um, you know, you know about it. There's yeah. a fucking brewery okay. over there full of. <laughs> That's where I work. <laughs> full of gentrifiers. The <laughs> 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 whites. Yeah. Full of gentrifiers. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> We just call white people gentrifiers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes they're not white, you know. I mean, yeah, sometimes there's just the well-to-do. We'll just yeah, the well, the well-to-do. Um, the pinky outs. It's it's crazy. I mean, the city's just it's so unaffordable. Like it's just not affordable it's for anyone. It's I had crazy. A, I don't I don't even know how we're all here. Friends that um, I can't figure it out. <clears throat> lived in Inglewood. Like our parents' age, they lived in Inglewood for since the '80s, and they just had to move. Originally from Minnesota, they moved back to Minnesota this past year. Yeah. They sold their one bedroom home. Yeah. For $875,000. Yeah. yeah. Almost $900,000. Yeah. They probably bought it originally for maybe like a hundred. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 
In the 80s? Maybe. Yeah. There it's was crazy. A, there was a girl I met outside of an audition one time, and her she was talking about how her mom got a place in Venice mm-hmm. in the 80s. Mm. And yeah. she bought this house yeah. for, I think she said, 80 grand. Woo! Because Venice was a fucking shithole. Shit yeah. yeah. And they appraised it. She's not trying to get it sold, but they appraised it at 2.1 million. Jesus Christ. What the What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, my, my boyfriend's parents, same. Like, they sold their house in Inglewood, and it's like... I mean, I'm not going to disclose. I don't even know how much it is. But, yeah, it's same. Like, a good amount of money, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Where did but, you move to? But they, now they live in Murrieta, okay. which is, like, Wine County area. I forget, like, the bigger name for it. There's, like, another name that people know better than Murrieta. That That's up north somewhere? No, it's, like, oh, fuck, I can't remember it right now. Anyways. But, um, yeah, I'm in downtown. It's cool. I like it. I like our apartment. I like that they're building a bunch of shit. You know, bums me out. There's homeless, but there's homeless all over L.A. Yeah. I think they're just more obvious. Yeah, good point. There's no, like... They're, like, out and about. Well, there's the, no bridge for them all to, like, tuck under, sure. you know? And the police aren't moving them out like no. they are with, in Beverly Hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're exactly. all the issues. Cardi B. Cardi B. Homeless. Homeless. Downtown. <laughs> gentrification. I'm curious, because you said you moved here when you were 17. Yeah. When you were growing up. Were you one of the people that always knew that you wanted to be in entertainment? So, um, my, I've always viewed entertainment as a job because my first time that I acted was, I was in, I was nine at the melodrama Oceano, Oceano, the Oceano melodrama. And it's because my dad's second wife, third wife, I don't know, whatever number it was, she wanted to get me out of the house. Um, so she took me to audition for a play like around the corner from where she lived and then I got in the play and it was like really cool and it's like I hung out with all these like I was like just a kid it was like yeah. Christmas Carol you know traditional shit but the the Oceano melodrama is amazing it's just, it's really cool theater and like um they do a vaudeville review afterwards and like that all the actors have to like work in between like an intermission the actors go back and work the bar in the back and then, like, I was a kid, so I had to bust tables. Oh, wow. So, like, and then I just continued to do theater on the <clears throat> Central Coast. And so, to me, it was a way to make money. Like, it was just a job. And then, so, it was more logical for me to move to L.A. to get more work. And then, obviously, I moved here. And I was like, why is it so hard to get work? <laughs> like, yeah. and then, But I just, I've always viewed it as a job. Like, I guess I, I wish that I, I wish that I had another skill sometimes, you know? You kind of get tired of well, tap dancing. Tables. For, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. <laughs> don't you get tired of like tap dancing for dinner? I feel exhausted at this point. I've been doing it since I was nine, and it's like I made a TV show, and it's not out, and it's like this gets depressing. But I don't know. Yeah, I guess I've always, I've always thought I would do this because it was just the, it was like a, a job. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get. I guess I just get tired, well, but I don't want to do anything else. Yeah, I know. Like I'm. We talked a little earlier. I'm an actor, but yeah. like I also just got into photography, and I've been selling prints. Oh, cool! And I, yeah, and I work yeah. in a restaurant, so and I do this. So yeah, I'm I do so many fucking things, and I'm exhausted all the time. And to be honest, I don't make a lot of money. Yeah, but I would much rather be doing this and yeah. be exhausted. Yeah, um, at least at this point in my life. Yeah. Than making a bunch of money hating myself. I get, no, I get that. I totally get that because money, I mean, it doesn't, it's the illusion. Well, I always right? think about right. like, it's more security, but security still doesn't buy you happiness. And also, 
security can be fucking taken away from you at any moment because life is life. True. Yeah. I think about, um, Nick and I are both from the Midwest, so I always think about like college Trent or like 18-year-old Trent going into college and being mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get a business job. I'm going to have a house. Yeah. I'm going to have a wife. I like and then, and then, Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then kids. Step one, step two, step three, yeah. step So that's four, like what year, in the middle of, I'm probably out here too, but like in the middle of the country, it's very, that's the, that's the mold. Like yeah. That. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. I have friends who actually thrive and I have friends who actually love that. Yeah. Um, I have some friends that just do that because that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> but man, I, I can't imagine doing that now. People throughout the year are like, oh, are you, are you ever going to move to the Midwest or move back home? And I'm like, dude, I've been out here seven years. Like, yeah. This if is... I'm going to move anywhere, it's going to be another big city. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to move to small town Missouri. Uh, there's not much for me to do there. Yeah. Like community theater. <laughs> well, yeah, you and I have actually talked. I do want to move to the middle of fucking I mean, I'm like, I wouldn't mind pro- You want to have property, like, on a farm That's or true. I want to... Yeah, you look like a guy would... who would could have a fun time on a farm. I would. Oh, I, have, I have more fun around less people. We, yeah. yeah. The less people there are, the more fun I, Nick's usually having. Yeah, yeah I get that same. But I would never, I would never give up city life. Because right. Because everything that I want to do with my life... Yeah. Career-wise, yeah, it's here. Yeah, it's not in the middle of fucking bum bumfuck. No, Wyoming. He looks up property all the I time. I do all the time, dude. It's so He's like, crazy. I can buy this many acres for this many. Miles. I mean, it's <laughs> crazy. You can really yeah. get like it's an investment. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Like I, I was watching like one of those HD TV shows, and they were like, "This two bedroom, it's ten thousand. I was like, "Oh fuck it, what?" Yeah, yeah, ten thousand dollars. Yeah, on the flip side, what of that? the fuck? What yeah. the fuck? What I mean, I guess I couldn't have, but like, I mean, like, I mean, like, buy a house in Wyoming. Why yeah. not? Like, I get why these rappers be buying houses. Yeah, at, everyone's like, moving to Montana right like, now. Yeah, Wait, like, really? Yeah, Kanye's got a house in Montana. Yeah. Uh, John Mayer's got a house it's in Montana. Stunning. Everyone's moving to Montana. I mean, first of all, it's cheap. That's Second their of like. All, that's their like. I gotta gorgeous. get away from people. Yeah, but it's yeah, it's but, beautiful yeah. and it's cheap. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Kanye yeah. do all those those seven song albums up there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I get it. And it beats paying $4 million for a one-bedroom I mean, house yeah. here in Los Angeles. Insane. It it's fucking insane. It's fucking insane. It's fucking insane. Like, fuck everybody. <laughs> That's the sound clip. For the- if, I mean, but really, fuck you it, guys. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, and this house is $8.5 million. Suck my dick. Yeah. And your house does not need to be $8.5 million fucking dollars. Yeah. Dude, this How house, empty is your soul? Like, this house for real. On the corner. I mean, I want street. one too, but it shouldn't be. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You can park your car in the living room. Cool. That feels fucking reasonable for everyone on this planet. You sleep in your car inside your house. So exhausting. There's this so exhausting house wealth on the corner of my neighborhood, and my neighborhood's fine. It's not like fancy or anything, but there's this house. That apparently, like 10, 15 years ago, used to be like the house that like ran the block. Mm-hmm. And it was like the drug house. And there would be like drive-bys and shit all the time. They've been working on this house for the better part of this whole year. And now it's there's a Keller Williams sign on the front. And they had a open house. I was like, oh, I got to see this house. Yeah. It looks completely different. They made it look like 
you know, stainless steel like Chipotle or something, right? On the inside. <laughs> and there's like brand new sod. You can still see the lines of the sod like they just laid down in the front. It looks nice. Yeah, Chipotle's are fucking stunning. What? They set the what? standard. You know what I'm talking about? Like the stainless steel everything? I know what you're talking about, but like I'm pretty sure that if you told that to the architect, who would fucking lose his mind? Chipotle. <laughs> I was like, wait. Went is- to art school. You gotta pay for it. He's dollars. like, oh, I'll see what's going on here. Kind of a Chipotle. Walks <laughs> extra. He just like fucking kills himself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, the biggest accomplishment of his life. You're like, pretty fucking cool. So, I see where I could do yeah. a burrito ball in here. That's what, I, that's what I felt when I walked in there. I was like, this is Chipotle. Uh, $1.1 $1. million. And it's a one-bedroom house. Oh, so it's cheap. One point <laughs> yeah, one. yeah. That's, also, that's a reasonable house in LA. One bedroom. Fucking crazy. Sounds like a deal. Let's uh, get it. <laughs> so we're all really happy about living here. Dude. No, I mean, it's... Gr- as, as I, tears are streaming I, yeah. down our face, it's fantastic. I, I'd rather live nowhere. Put her head down. <laughs> it's so great. I love it so much. No, there's a lot of things I like about this place. <laughs> Open houses are fun, though. I used to live in a guest house in Bel Air. Fucking fantastic deal. Um, and I would walk around and like go to the open houses, and it was so funny. Like one time, I was like, "John, let's go," and he's like, "I've I don't do that," and I was like, "Why not?" And he's like, "I'm a six foot tall black man." Like, and I was like, "Trust me, I got this." Like, <laughs> you know, I use my white <laughs> powers for good, but I always would go in, and he's like, "I don't think they're gonna think that we're buying the house." I was like, "Well, fucking duh! You say you're somebody's assistant. Yeah. Like, Ooh, I would always a move. Yeah, like, always would yeah. go. Would never have crossed my yeah, mind. Yeah, I would always go into like big places, da 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 da, and they'd be like, "Can I help you?" And I'd be like, "Oh, just grabbing some stuff for my boss." Um, you guys have the flyer around, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, sure." And I'd be like, "Thanks so much." And then like get on my phone and like pretend to take a photo of it, <laughs> and then I'd be like. Is it, Eat the free sandwiches. Yeah, I would be like, and is the master, is it upstairs? Or <laughs> Yes. And I'm just fucking, I'd be like, it's a it's a stunning view. It's remodeled though, right? Like <laughs> So you and John just show up in character? Yeah, I mean like he's also just like tall and silent, but like He's security. He's yeah. <laughs> yes. But like I just I mean I would do it like on my own too. I would always just like fucking peep. I like to go and like I really like to go in places that I know I'm not welcome. Like, you know, <laughs> just do. What are they going to do? Kick you out? And then, like, even then. You're like, okay. Okay. <laughs> you don't own this place either. Do you, so. do you have, like, a crazy spot that you, like, snuck into or anything? Yeah. This, um, it's one of the, like, murder houses. Oh. It's, like, up on a hill. Um, I archived the photo because I didn't know if you could like get prosecuted later on. But it's like by that famous wait, like the Manson murder house? Like... No, it's like oh, I don't know. I gotta like look it up. It's in my archives. It's this house. I jumped the fence for whatever fucking reason. I don't know. I was fucking twenty three and hot and thought you could do whatever you wanted with your life. <laughs> it's not entirely inaccurate. It's not inaccurate. It's just like hot twenty three year old girls can you can can pretty much do hot. It. 
redheaded white 23 year old are you kidding like yeah. what oh i'm sorry Done deal. I didn't oh my god i didn't know <laughs> i didn't know thank you for telling me yeah and it's like <laughs> now maybe you jumped the fence oh i didn't know i didn't know <laughs> i didn't know oh the huge thing blocking people from getting out uh-huh. you just fucking didn't have a clue you fucking privileged entitled and now I see young, yeah. I see young hot women doing stuff, and it's like I just look at them like I'm your fucking future, bitch. It looks like this. Look and take a hard fucking look. Future is a nun. And it's like <laughs> 10 a.m. morning. Yeah, fucking look at your future, bitch. And it's like I just always remember being young and being like, yeah, age will never get to me. And it's like fucking yeah, right, bitch. Time comes for everyone. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I jumped that place. I remember that place. I don't know. I don't know how to find the archive. Not that the people can see, but you can see. I want to be this place. Oh, I didn't fucking tag the location. I don't know. I jumped it. No. no. <laughs> I don't know. I was wondering. It's a picture of Ivy uh, by a wall overlooking the city. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much. We don't know where the fuck that is. <laughs> Given you went to a murder house. Yeah. And given that it's October. Yeah. And Ooh. this is like spooky. Yeah, it's getting spooky and shit. Are you into that kind no. of No. I don't like any of that. You're shit. like opposite. I don't like scary to watch movies? scary movies. Nope. I don't like oh, to watch scary movies. Thank God, we're the same. I don't like I, I don't I, like that I've shit. Been, I don't like I've to get paid pay money to be insecure or frightened. Or worried. No. I like to pay money to laugh. And I also get, I get really bad nightmares. So like, like, and I also get, sometimes I get sleep paralysis. Yeah. You get it too. I think we've talked about this. It's terrifying. But you're into spooky shit and you get sleep paralysis? You're a fucking psychopath. (laughs) You're a psychopath. I've gotten into spooky shit. As you fucking like twiddle the side oh of your arm. <laughs> so I get like a bug bite. I've been in, I've sort of been into the spooky shit. <laughs> fucking psycho. Crip Are you going to kill me? Crip keeper. <laughs> No, I've, I've got a lot of friends that are, that work in that genre and that are fans. And so like kind of by proxy, I'm like, okay, man. Even the like, word I'll by watch, proxy sounds just Like I'll watch, I'll watch your movie. <laughs> I've gotten into horror. I've gotten into horror movies. No. Yeah. No, my Sleep friend's trying to. Sleep paralysis, though, it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. It's so you fucking have it a bad. Lot? Um, I have it when I'm really stressed. I Me get too. it more. Um, I haven't had it in like maybe three months. Um, I just had it, but again. I've had insanely vivid nightmares Me too. lately, yeah. and it's like frightening. You mm-hmm. wake up and you're like, Sweating. "Is my loved one dead?" Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah, I'll, I'll wake up thinking like. I've like wronged my entire family. Yeah. And I have to like call my mom. Yeah. And she's like, why are you calling me so early? Like, yeah. Oh, that was a dream. Probably um, some deep trauma, childhood trauma we're not dealing with. But dude, uh, we'll I, had it, I had it two weeks ago and I haven't had it in a while. Uh, this one was crazy. Do you remember all of them? Yeah. So this one was part. crazy. I was face down. Someone was like whispering in my mm. ear, <laughs> holding me down. <laughs> and then someone else yeah. was pulling yeah. the sheets by oh, my Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So fucking scary, dude. It's, like the most it's so scary. Thing. Uh, so the first, it's so terrifying. Sure Breaking your fucking apartment. No, dude. Oh, it's I like it's like on, frightening. I turn my it's lights on and I, and I yeah and I and I sit there for like thirty but, minutes. But you're paralyzed though. You're paralyzed after you, after I kick out of it. Oh. Like now I know that I have it, so it's so I can realistic. Kick out of it. But you do know it's not real at the same time. Well, it's like you're. Have you gotten to the point where you can like write it out? Yeah. Well, what's like weird. 
I'm like, I don't know if this is like cool to share. <laughs> I literally have to like tell them, like, I have to be like, I am fucking like, God is on my side. Back the fuck up. I know you're after me because I'm fucking positive, but you need to back up, you fucking demon ass bitch. You're a demon and you're weak, and that's why you're doing this to me. And then they like chill out. Which is like <laughs> you gotta start reciting what she says. Yeah, what? Which what the the rapper said was Recording. like uh, you're fucking. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Beatable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holiday shopper. Like Carlos said, little bitch ass demon. <laughs> yeah, I do. You're I fucking have to be holiday like, shop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Beatable. I'm like, Dude, I ain't even saved, but Jesus gonna come beat your ass, girl. You better back up. Oh, I mean, man. I probably am saved. I don't know. Aren't we all saved? Whatever. I don't know. I don't know how religion works. And I have God. I don't know. I don't know. Don't when look I, at me. No, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. That's another thing. Uh, when I first got it, though, I was still pretty Christian when mm-hmm. I moved out here. Yeah. And I started getting a lot out here because I had like, no money. Yeah. And was like sharing a one bedroom with a buddy. I'm like... And just stressed all and the, the time. And the demon. And the demon, yeah. <laughs> demon was hanging out rent-free. Yeah. Uh, Does that count as half a roommate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of my best friends from college, his dad's uh, a preacher. He's a minister. Uh-huh. And I, like, we're family friends. And yeah. I, I called him up. And it was cool because he like heard me out. Let me, like, can I get off my chest? I was like, this is what's happening, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, honestly, I, he's like, do some research and get back to me. Like, read about it. You know, Google it. He's like, how are your habits day to day? You know, like that, that yeah. kind of stuff. Took like a pretty like realistic approach. And, to and it. I started talking about it. Yeah. And I found out a lot of comedian folks, actor folks, people with irregular schedules get it. Mm. Um, and I had, a, and, and then I started looking it up, and it's like anxiety, stress, yeah, uh, eating poorly, yeah, drinking, drug, you know, yeah, all this different stuff, smoking too much or whatever. So those things that aren't good for your correct. Got for, it for okay. your subconscious oh, okay. and your okay. sleep. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Abusing your body over and mm-hmm. over again. Yeah, it that's can have how a, re- can a negative a, reaction. You can hallucinate a demon. Uh, <laughs> I um, wonder if you just name the demon something non-offensive, like a really happy name. Yeah, Julio. Julio. You just name your demon Julio, and whenever he shows up, you're like, "Hello, Julio." Casper, hey. welcome to the party. Casper the friendly demon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Casper the friendly guy. Oh, it's no. just Julio. Yeah. Oh, Julio. He comes over. You quit, holding my, uh, you quit holding my chest down so I can't move. Uh, are you trying to take my covers away from me again yeah. and pull me underneath the bed? You wild, yeah. Julio. You I know I don't like that. Yeah. Silly goose. Will you let me move? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I talk to my, uh, like, the negative voice inside my head. Uh, like, I don't know if you deal with, like, depression and negativity in your mind. I have a voice. I mean, like, yeah. like every, are you ever negative to yourself? <laughs> yeah. I like to. Uh, no, I don't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. I like to name it. Like, she's, like, a hating-ass bitch. Like, if I get to, like, depressed, I'll be like, bitch, what the fuck is your problem? You always be hating on me. Like, I'm trying to fucking work out. Like, get out of here. Ain't yes. nobody trying to listen to your negative-ass shit, yes. bitch. I talked to her like she's like some like snotty, yeah. you know, hating ass bitch. I love it. I need, you, I need to do more of that. Yeah. I, you yeah. talk back to your like, be like, girl, nobody trying to hear that today. Years ago, um, I can't remember. It might have been his own podcast, but uh, uh, stand up Dave Ross. You know, Dave? Yeah. Great guy. Uh, sweetheart. But he a lot of his comedy is like about that kind of stuff, too. And I can't remember. uh where, I think it might have been his podcast, or what, this is so long ago, and I'm butchering it. Uh, but to paraphrase, he he basically said he's like, yeah, man, I have this voice in my head, like 
all the time. It's just like, you're not funny. You're a piece of shit. Blah blah blah. Like all, he's like, I have all the all, time, all the time. Same. And I was like, and this was when I first had moved out here, and I was like, man, like I thought I was like, I thought I was like the only, you know, the you know, only you know, one. like oh, other people, like other oh, this people. is like a normal yeah thing. And then you have to explain this to like your saint of a mother. I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't talk to my mom about like <laughs> I have negative like self thought, you know, because mm-hmm. my mom's like such a sweetheart, and she's like, oh, honey, are you okay? I'm like. Yeah, mom, like, this is just, like, everyone out here is, like, dealing, like, we're all dealing with it. Yeah. We just don't admit it. Yeah. Like, people don't talk about it. We're yeah. talking about it more now. Right. Yeah. More people, which is great. Negative self-talk is something that everybody does, I think. But it, it right? does seem more prevalent um, with creatives. Yeah. And I, I wonder if, well. But it's, the, it's a term. But term. you know what I mean? People who are creative or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I felt, I even put it in quotations right now. Because yeah. I, I felt know. weird saying I know. it. But I wonder if. If it's more a function, like the the because we do it more, or it yeah, seems yeah, yeah. like we do it more. If that's a function of this path we've chosen, or if it precedes the path we've chosen, can you explain? Like, if, yeah, can you do it in like a dumber? Yeah, like for no, dumb. It's like <laughs> no, I, I need to break like it down because we've decided that we're gonna kind of devote our lives to being creative in some aspect. Mm-hmm. Does more negativity come into our lives and more self doubt come into our lives that way, or, is it just or do there we already general? have just a little bit more of it, and maybe that pushes us mm. towards more ah. creative mm. The chicken or the egg? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I try. To... I know. I've always been self critical. Mm. I used oh, yeah. to be like a perfectionist growing up. Before I was You're hard on yourself. Yeah, I'm really mm. hard on myself. And that was. You're back a perfectionist. When I was... I'm always. Fascinated I by was. perfectionists. Now perfectionists. I'm, it's a fascinating thing to me. Because I mean, it's because it's truly impossible. Right. And so well, to hold yourself to an impossible standard, I'm like, do you want to torture yourself? Like what were you since you're a past since you're a past perfectionist? Yes. Yes, yes. What like what was the turning point for you or what was going on in your mind when you were really trying to because pers- I, I can't my, fathom it. My uh what I was especially a perfectionist towards was basketball when I was little. Mm-hmm. And I think the turning point happened to me when I was, when basketball's over, mm-hmm. when I was a senior. And then I realized that, like, now there's not, now it doesn't really exist for me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to college and I don't have anything to be perfect for anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's probably when I, that's probably when I let myself go. I like, guess. and be like, okay, I don't have to be. I don't have to. Yeah. Perfect. Being perfect at something doesn't actually. Being perfect in right. quotes at something maybe doesn't actually yield a, a result in my life or like mm. what it, I don't. I mean. Although, I will. I will say it did make me. You're like no. I was a really good I, basketball player. I was. I was the best shooter in the history yeah. of our high school. Great. And amazing. I don't think I would have been if I wouldn't have been hard. Yeah, like yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was that guy that yeah, would yeah, miss yeah. a shot and then just be like. Yeah. Every time, yeah, I missed a Lose shot. Lose it, yeah. And girls yes. in the stands were just like, oh, like, refs, <laughs> like refs, I was the guy that the ref would have to like talk to yeah. whenever there was a dead ball because yeah. like I wasn't mad at other people. No. I would never start anything with anybody else. Yeah, but I was like starting shit. What with was myself happening in your brain when you were like? Don't I just know. Can't also you're grasp. a kid. Yeah, and you're it was a kid, a kid. and yeah. it started. It probably started when I was like around eight or nine. Yeah, because I just wanted to be good at it, and I didn't. Fascin- I am fascinated by people who have that tick, that perfectionist tick. Yeah. I've got that, uh, 
you're talking about like your inner voice or like yeah, your yeah, like yeah. inner hater voice. I try to get my inner voice like I like when I'm like down on myself. Like I try to flip it on itself. Yeah. To just be like a hard nosed like coach, like more of like not like you're shitty, you're yeah. awful, you're a piece of shit, you're not funny, you're not creative. More like dude, what are you doing? Like right. you got this. Like come on, you're the you got to put in the work. Lava room coach. Yeah, you got to put in the work. You're like, hey, I've seen plan you out there out. on the field. Yeah, you got to plan it out. What are you talking out. about? Exactly. I like you like uh, do this. Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. He's gonna be hard, but he loves you. <laughs> right? And then he's gonna go have sex with Connie Britton at the end. Of the <laughs> he's like, anyways, I gotta get out of here, kid. Yeah. Get Texas forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. way I try to view it. When I know I need to be on my shit, you know. Yeah. I try to. I try to force myself to be like, just do it. Like put in the work. Yeah. Of not like. I have all these like lofty goals and it's like you gotta for me my easiest thing is like chunking it out yeah totally right you're like oh I, you know like for, you got a show yeah right that didn't just ha- you didn't just like wake up like mm. oh I had this meeting got a show no like you grinded and that was you probably when you first started like the live show like you were doing that yeah for I that mean, I mean I think that it's I think I think with, with the show with that show it was like Hey, this is like a fun idea. Mm-hmm. Like we both love dance. Mm. Like, well, Justine loves like dance TV. Mm-hmm. I love like dance. Um, in my opinion, um, like I mean, I've 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 danced before and things like that. But like, and it was like, and I love comedy. And like, it was also like, I'm not there. Like, there are these, you know, there's all these obviously like com- comedy hybrid shows, like variety, right? Like, and. It was like the roast battle was like this. I'm not a I'm not a roaster. I just get mean. Like I don't know how to turn something into a joke. Mm. Like I just know how to be an ass. Like I just tend to be like you're an asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah. I can't. So and it's like and I and like comedy has always been like a saving grace to me. And like mm. that energy always felt like so dark. So to create something that was like sure. opposite of that was really fun. But like. A, I don't think either of us knew that other people were going to enjoy it as much. Like, we really did it for ourselves. Mm. Like, it was like, in the beginning, it was like, this is, we both like comedy and dance. And like, let's make a fucking, let's turn a dance show on its head. Like, the opposite of dance TV, which is so serious. And like, something light for the belly room that isn't like, you're fucking fat, nobody likes you. You know what I'm saying? Like, something like fun, where it's like, hey, you're like... Fat and everybody likes you. Like you can like have a time. Like and so and then it was like people liked that. And like I mean, of course there were people that didn't that were like that are and there's still people that don't that in the same way that, you know, roast isn't really my thing. There's people that say, fucking don't get dancing comedy. It's like not even fucking comedy. It's like I don't get it. And it's like, well it's not for you. But like but yeah, we every, you know, month we had to like think of comedians that would want to dance and mm. like put in the work and promote and whatever and like you always have to take this the the small inconvenient steps mm. i like that yeah yeah i need to lose i've i gained weight this last year i want to go back to feeling more like myself that's probably 25 pounds lighter but that doesn't mean that it goes away in a week it means sure. that i have to show up every day and like and be nice to myself about those small inconvenient steps and doing them. And oh, being yeah. like, hey, nice work. You know? Today wasn't like your hardest day, but you did show up and walk for 45 minutes on a treadmill at an incline. Nice work. Do those inconvenient steps and be nice to yourself about I like them. that. The inconvenient steps. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, because we all have That's lots That's like your of motivational book you're going to write. Small Inconvenient Steps. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Coffee table book. You're going to do a tour with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's like, really a, like it's a, a very it. motivating thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because I think we beat ourselves up about those like small things. And you're like, this isn't doing anything. Or like, I want bigger than this. And like... You feel like you're like, and you're like, I'm smaller than my big goals. And it's like, but they're just, they, they just like, you know, I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know. Who knows? It's, We're all it, trying. It, I think that's the reason why, like, when we were kids, like, I'm trying to put a positive spin on this. Yeah. Like, uh, why we did homework, like, or practice. Yeah. Right? You can't have the game without right. practice. You're yeah. not going to be ready for the test without yeah. The homework. Like, you got... You got to go fucking gig, do your times this, tables. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's not I fun. I hated, you know, yeah. I hated doing homework and shit. Oh, I want to play video games. I want to go play basketball. Yeah. I want to ride my bike. Like, well, you got to fucking I do mean, your math homework. you should have done video games. It's a very lucrative field. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that, that, I don't know why it fucking pisses me off. It pisses me off. You're like, we tried to tell you video games were a thing. No, it pisses you off because no, as much as you enjoyed it as a child, your parents it. always were like, that's a waste of time. Yeah. And now it's, it's, it's so ingrained in you that as an adult, you're like, that's a waste of time. You shouldn't be making money off that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Billion dollar industry. You're like, there's that little part of you oh, yeah. that is your parent. and you're <laughs> Right. What they instilled like, in you. Kids these days. <laughs> go outside. Making read a millions book. of dollars yeah. off of competitive gaming. Yeah. Oh my God. It pisses me off. And yeah. the fucking, it pisses me off that people <laughs> watch people play fucking video oh, like games. Twitch? I know. What the Twitch and shit? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Those are the people that I really want to go outside and do <laughs> something with like that. Buy a fucking house in Wyoming. Stop watching somebody play a fucking video game. Yeah, you're not even playing the game. Yes. Ugh. You're not even playing yeah, the but, goddamn video game. I mean, game. but devil's advocate. Please. Didn't you want to have people watch you play basketball, which is just like a human video? Hey, like a re- Not like yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I don't play video games. That was I don't know. real life. <laughs> right. It's different. Ugh. I get it. I know, but the kids are a part of the simulation now, so it is really the, the Matrix, dude. <laughs> We're all part of the Matrix, dude. <laughs> Can you blame them? Look at the world we left yeah. them with. Of course they want to live inside of a video game. Yeah. We didn't Damn. exactly leave them a fucking outside that they want to play in. I don't know. Oh, God, God, Heidi, you always bring it dark. So, so, so when are you having kids? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. No, I already got the abortion a long time ago, so... <laughs> Technically, already had a kid. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, real, Wrapping it up. Real, no, real quick. Um, Should have done that first. Time. I know. Right. Uh, I love your comedy. I, oh, think, I think you're hilarious. I love really? your presence. Um, yeah. Oh, thanks. Real quick. Not a Mount Rushmore. Just like maybe someone that you really are inspired by. Like oh, comedians all time. Stand-ups are comedic actors. Someone that you look up to, Can we, or that you like, really like. Do you mind if we open this up to just entertainers in general? Sure. Yeah. You, you, you sure. To, you're not just a comedian. Well, no. No, I guess I'm not. You're right. I'm a business lady. <laughs> you business bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is gonna be boring because it's like it's still Cardi. Like I've never idolized someone so much. Oh man. Like I just really like her. Yeah. She made me feel like. It's okay to be that big. Like, mm. she made me, like, my whole life, like, it feels like people will either, and it's fine. You know, everybody's not meant to like everybody, but, like, 
at like to to it's, it feels like it's okay to be that big and it's not a like it's not fake you know mm. like and I feel like a lot of the times it and it's like I and and I want people to that nobody nobody has to be like anybody else like yeah. I still appreciate people who are the exact opposite of me like you're super cool you have a great presence and I think that we're a little opposite right yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but it's like it was so cool to feel like cool like. I can be celebrated for being like big yeah. and yeah. yeah. So I, it's still gonna be Cardi. I'm so sorry. No, no, it's great. Don't be sorry. I mean, Don't like, apologize. I mean, obviously, or the Obamas. Like, <laughs> 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 All, no, it's like okay, Mount Rushmore: Cardi, Obamas, Rihanna. Okay. Like, I think that what Rihanna has done for like women to watch. I don't know if you watched the Fenty show, but like literally brought tears in my eyes to see like women of different sizes and colors all on the same stage wearing lingerie and not that the lingerie is making her beautiful, but they are beautiful women who happen to be in lingerie. And like also just to watch, like there's a lot of dancing on that show and to watch women of different colors and backgrounds and shapes and sizes like dance together. So it's like, it's like you're, in, you're, you're like, you're moving as opposed to like, mm walking down like hey i'm a stick yeah like right. you know like a like it's it was beautiful and like how rihanna has flipped her opportunity to becoming the wealthiest woman she's the wealthiest woman in music wow like so, she hasn't made music in years yeah, yeah she's but she's the wealthiest yeah. female musician and i think that that's like incredible and so yeah obama's rihanna cardi that's, I love it. that's my mount rushmore i love it Heidi, thank you so much. This oh my God, been, thank you guys. I, wish we, I, I feel I wanted, like I talk too much. Listen, no, this is, that's, that's the, the point. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear just us talk. No one wants to hear us talk. No, but you do. I mean, you talk every time. So, like, people do want to hear you talk. They do. Perfectionist, Nick. Um, where can we find you on the interwebs? Um, at Redhead Heidi on Instagram. At Or no, at the Redhead Heidi on Instagram. At Redhead Heidi on Twitter. I'm hotter on Instagram. Because uh. <laughs> <laughs> there's pictures instead of words, right? Yeah. No, but filters and angles. Uh, I know. Gotcha. I'm really good with angles. Gotcha. Um, I used to model. Um, so, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hotter on Instagram. Um, and <laughs> I'm the redhead Heidi on Instagram. And then on Twitter, it's my words. Um, you got any shows coming up? Uh, do I? I don't know. I think I've got some bar shows. I've got like, well, let me look at my calendar. I don't know. I follow me. I post them. I'm at the comedy union a lot. I love the comedy union. Shout yeah. out the comedy. I know. Union. I need to go back soon. That's yeah. Funny. I have bar shows, comedy union. We host the. Do you sometimes host the five dollar Wednesdays? No, I've never hosted, but I do no? go up on okay. that show a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. A fun show. That's a really fun show. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the energy in that room. Ugh, is I love unreal. it. And the food's great. Yeah. I love the comedy union. So. They're the nicest club to me in town. Hell yeah. I guess sometimes the comedy store, but not the comedy union. I'm the, yep. at, at, at the Redhead Heidi. Boom. <laughs> Thank you, Heidi. Thank you, guys. Hell yeah. Thanks for the compliment on my presence. Of That's course. so nice of you. Just being honest. Oh, man. So cool. Where's honest. the fancy restaurant that you work at? Are they hiring? Will they hire me? I'm bored. <laughs> Don't get comfortable. Look. I don't dance now, I make money move. 
say I don't gotta dance, I make money move If I see you now speak, that means I don't fuck with you I'm a boss who a worker, bitch, I make bloody moves Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much to listening to this episode of Another Shitty Podcast And thank you very much to our guest of the show, Heidi Heaslet. Yeah, that was, that was great. I loved having her on. Hashtag he's lit. Hey. What a good, what a good, I taught, I told her this, I, I don't know if I told her in real life or on the podcast, but <laughs> I love her presence. It's very genuine. Yeah. It's, 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 an, it's an infectious, infectious presence and I am stoked that I got to meet her. Yeah. Really I, cool person. I think I just like people being 100% themselves whatever that looks like. And I, I've always enjoyed Heidi. I think she's a sweetheart. I think she's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see her doing, you know, big things soon. Some shout outs before we let you go. Um, friend of the pod, Joel Sanchez, just had a birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Shout out Joel Sanchez. Shout out Joel. My buddy Taylor Sade had his birthday as well. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. The guy that um, wrote and acted in the telecommuter short. Which, is there an update on that real quick? I'll let you know when there's. Awesome, I'm gonna keep the birthday train rolling and say happy late birthday to cousin and friend of the pod, Gianna Grace. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Over in Sweden. She day. turned the dirty 30, so I'm really pumped for her, and I'll nice. be joining her in about two months. <laughs> Not physically, I won't be in Sweden, but age-wise, yes, I will be and then I'm right an old you. man. Yep. <laughs> and then it'll be Bruce. Yep. So happy birthday to all three of you. We love you all. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to this episode of Another Shitty Podcast. This has been Nick Grace. That has been Trent Bruce. Boom. If you liked what you heard... By all means, go to wherever podcasts are, like, subscribe, leave a comment. What else can you do other than Listen, enjoy? tell your friends. Listen, yeah. I spread. think the biggest thing is just like telling a buddy. I mean, if you like us and this is a good time and, you know, something that can get you along like a commute or something, do it. And if you want to hear us talk about something or you want to be a guest on the show or you want a guest to be on the show, tag them or hit us up. We'd love to have you. Yeah, cool thing about Trent and I is we may not have a lot of talents <laughs> or skills, but if there's one thing we can do, it's talk about Shit. anything. Yeah. <laughs> we have opinions. <laughs> we, and God damn it, they're correct. I don't know about that. My opinions are always facts. All fat. right. We'll see you guys next week. And we'll see Lolo Jones in our dreams? Next week on the pod. We'll see Lolo, Lolo Jones. Jones next week on the pod. Peace. Poopy de scoop. Scoop de whoop. Whoop de scoop de poop. Poop de scoop de scoop de whoop. Whoopy de scoop whoop poop. Poop de de whoop scoop. Poop. Poop. Scoop de de whoop. Whoop de de scoop.